welcome back. You're listening to Lebs on League Season 2023 with your hosts Johnny Carews, Basaboud and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Before we start the show, please take a moment to like this podcast and subscribe to the Lebs on League channel. That way you'll be notified when a new show lands and it helps with our rankings. Also, if you know anyone you think would enjoy the show, please share it. Up the waz, up the waz. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening to wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this podcast. Whether you felt as a Roosters fan, how could the NRL pick Ashley Klein to be the referee in a finals game when the Roosters are playing? Predictably, they go on to lose the penalty count 8-4 to four, and that's with the square up. Or you're suddenly just realising of the four remaining teams, there's a Sydney team, Queensland team, a Melbourne team, and a New Zealand team. Do we think that the NRL just got lucky with that? <laughs> or if you are making some sweet love to that somebody special, we are Lebs on League, where a group of Lebos discuss all things NRL, no holds barred. And with me to discuss rugby league, as per usual, the beast from the Middle East, Bassaboo. Good evening, gentlemen. Just before we get cracking, do you know what Ashley Klein's penalty is this week? What, does he get to sit out this weekend? Is that what it is? He's the video ref. Is he? So he's still adjudicating, is he? That's his punishment. So you're not going to get on the field to adjudicate a game. You can be the video <coughs> ref. Because we're really pissed off with you. How dare you fuck up a perfectly good final? Yeah, Bass, nothing as good as losing a finals game when you were the better <laughs> side. Especially when the ref was crucial with the outcome. And from our friends at One Touch Waterproofing, for all your waterproofing needs, Chris Daha. How are you, boys? Good, Chris. How are you? Oh, I've oh. had better weeks. I've had better weeks. I was with Bash actually watching the game last week. How, how was the atmosphere in the house? Quite ropeable here, bro. Quite ropeable? Absolutely. Were you as bad as I was? Well, no, nobody's as bad as you are. It's, it's bad <laughs> enough going to Melbourne trying to beat Melbourne. Yeah. And then it, it's even worse when you've got the ref against No, you. no. Before, like, you even, like, before you even get to the ref, like, it's bad enough to go to Melbourne to win, right? Yeah, to win. Hang on a sec. And you're missing six established first graders on top of that, right? Two centers, two wingers, a utility, a back rower, Jared Maria Hargreaves. Make that seven first graders we're missing, right? So, on top of all that, and their crowd, their home crowd and everything, like, you'd think that Ashley Klein would say, just let things be, I'm going to sit back, and unless it's blatant or glaringly obvious, I'm going to let these two sides, a la Origin, play. It's a semi-final. Can we say a semi-final is close enough to Origin? Well, I'm assuming that they're already applying the origin rules to the semi-finals. Am I wrong in saying that? They're, they're sort of letting the game flow. Are you referring to that high shot from Walker? Letting head well, highs go. I, I read, I read uh, why Annesley and the bunk... Well, first and foremost, they said they're sick and tired of guys theatrically keeling over when they... It's an innocuous hit. Granted, it was high, but it did absolutely no damage because he hit him with with an open hand almost. It was almost a slap across the face, right? Yeah. So, and he went down like he got hit by a sniper's bullet. So he went down like kick out. Well, the NRL, <coughs> not the NRL, I should say. Let me start that again. The referee's boss has instructed both the on-field referee and the video referee, unless it's a swinging arm with intent. If and you saw how Harry Grant did go down. He he. Arms in the air, legs came out from under. If that knocked you from here to kingdom come, I'd hate to see what happened to you if a forward hit you. Yeah, but I'm I'm lost. Are they trying to protect the place? Because then, at one stage, if you if you hit someone in the head, you're gone. So I'm 
I agree with you because a little don't, don't agree with me. No, no, because no, no, that's what the NRL. That's no, no, what the, the no, referee no, said. No, but I'm saying me. if you if you don't go with a swinging arm and just hit and you just like hit him across the head and, and nothing happens to him, it's play on. Like we don't have to stop it completely. It's part of our game. But they've said if you're going <laughs> to hit someone in the head anywhere, it's a penalty or a ten in the bin. I, that's I, how it was going. I agree with you, Chris. Because that's how it was going. That's that's what's happened all year. That's the thing, though, Bass. <laughs> you know, if if you were to sit us down and say, should that be a penalty? I would say the answer is no. No. But if you sat me down and said, watch every other incident that somebody got penalised for this year and now watch this incident, should that be penalised based on the other penalties? And the answer is 100% yes. And that's the thing. No. And I understand. No, let me tell you what. I've seen, I've seen a lesser I, hit. I agree with both of you. I agree with both of you. I think that was a penalty. He did hit him across the, uh, to the, the letter, chin. To the letter of the law of what the but, NRL uh, uh, are saying, right? Have we always said... That there's one rule for origin and one rule for of course. Footy. Have we always said yes. that? Yes. Have they made that glaringly obvious as well? Yeah. And the and the and the referees and the NRL and everything don't hide from the fact that come origin time, it's a different kettle of fish, right? Well, obviously now they're saying finals footy is a different kettle of fish as well. Like I'm confused. What the fuck's the rules anymore? I, like why do we have rules anymore? I just what we should say to the referees <laughs> like, go out there and do what the fuck you want. Do your best. I just think I just think actually kind of panicked there, and he squared it up. He did. He, squ- he squared it up. It wasn't just and the and, and, and that's the worst thing about it, that he had to square it no, up the worst in thing, an instant the, like that. The worst thing about it, and this is why they didn't get the penalty, this is what the NRL said. For guys who are going to lay down to milk an innocuous tackle, there was no force in that. He He's just stuck his arm out to tackle and it went off the ball and smacked him in the mouth. No, I've got no issue with that. It hit him high. But he went down and then he stayed down and looked at Ashley Klein and said, check it. <laughs> If you're asking the referee to check it, there's nothing wrong with you. I That's a that. bad look for the game. I know, but you know if someone smacks you across the nose or, or, or mouth, it's going to hurt for a bit. So if you're d- kneeling on one knee, you're just taking that time to like gather your thoughts because you just got hit in the head. I mean, it's not bad, but he's not staying out to get the penalty, but he did get hit in the head. Like, Could I ask a like question? If I, hit you, if, I, if I swung you right in the nose now, is it going to hurt or not? It's not going to hurt. We're not arguing yeah, that he's point. Just, Harry Grant saying, you know. Harry Grant wasn't hurt. It was an open hand to the face. He wanted the penalty. It was in kicking distance. They were down by one so, point. Of course he did. That's why he stayed down. But here's the thing. If somebody hits you square in the ribs, do you get hurt? 100%. Correct. Well, you're going to stay down? That I dare say Harry but, Grant... But it is deemed a legal shot, though, if you get hit in the ribs. Yeah, and they also said, the referees came out today and said, the reason why it wasn't pulled up, because they're th- sick of the theatrics, right? The bunker's been picking up the shreds over there. If there is an... It's even in back play, late hits and all that sort of stuff, if it's deemed to be dangerous... I, I get that, Bass. I completely get that, but the reason why everyone's throwing their arms up in the air is because that is contrary to everything that's happened all year. Well, the whole year, the whole year. Someone grazes a pinky against someone's face, and everyone's looking that's at that. That's not a shot. That wasn't a high shot, or that didn't hurt. There was nothing in that penalty on. on report. You know, so this is the problem that we're facing. And so Annesley, as you said, he said last year they changed the rule based on the fact that everyone was staying down trying to milk a penalty, and it's now up to the bunker to look at it and deem whether it's a penalisable offence and if it is, he gets involved. If it's not a penalisable offence in his book or her book, then he doesn't get involved or she doesn't get involved at all. And that's it. And and that's why nothing, nothing to see here move on. In round but 26. the big argument is that every other time is a penalisable offence and this is what no one understands. He clocked him. It wouldn't have hurt. It's okay. It's innocuous. It wasn't a dangerous shot. He clocked him. He There's did. no doubt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay, to the point where he just thought, oh, brilliant, I got this. 
But the refs just drew a line in the sand and said, nah, we're not doing it. Well, What, because you're asking for it? Well, here's the thing. But was 20... it or was it not a penalty? Here's the thing. Yeah. Last week, this is why the Roosters are up in arms. And this is why I think, I don't think it was a square up from this game. It was a sorry for, to the Roosters from the previous game. Because Billy Smith got shouldered and had a broken jaw. What was the, the punishment for the guy? He got put on report. And he got fine. He got, he got a fine. Eighteen hundred dollar fine for breaking someone's jaw. Eighteen hundred dollar fine. It wasn't even a penalty on the field, though, was it? I no, it wasn't. It was no, it wasn't penalty. It was put on report. Uh, there, it was put on report. So, what was the bunker doing then? That's what I'm getting at. Okay, this sorry, is what. I, continue. This is what. I, and you can okay. see. And you can so, see. You can see the swinging arm too. Just it was when he's on the ground. It was, that, yeah. that, that, that's Wade Graham. Wade Graham, Swali'i, the ball's on the floor. He's dived on it. All Wade Graham has to do is put his hand on him. He's tackled. He's come in, swung an arm, hit him in the chin. No penalty, nothing. He never came back from that. That was the concussion that he never came and back again, from. And again, where the hell was the fucking bunker? $1,800 fine. So we lost two players. And I'll tell you something. Swali and Billy Smith play against Melbourne. We fuck them over. They were ordinary Melbourne. It was on a knife's edge, let's face it. It was on a knife's edge because they were playing a reserve grade backline. It was a reserve. Corey Allen, Jackson Polo. Junior Palga. That's what I'm saying. It was a a reserve grade backline and we almost, but regardless. So here's the NRL. During the club, the club rounds from week to week, if you so much as breathe in the wrong direction, we're going to penalise you, we're going to fine you, we're going to suspend you, blah, blah. Come finals time, we're actually going to adjudicate it with a bit of common sense. And we won't tell anybody. That's oh. the that's the In round twenty, is that a surprise. is that a penalty and put on report? Chris, we've yeah, always we, all agreed. Huh? We yeah. agree. In round twenty, it that's was a penalty. penalty, the guy goes on report, doesn't go to the bin, and they're taking two they're taking two points. And the other one that Ashley Klein missed, I don't know how he missed it. Trent Robertson was standing in in the in the in, the, in his box blowing up the lux because he could see from the box that he dropped it and Ashley Klein's half a meter away. I made and he that can't see it. as well. Chris. And he can't see it? Yeah, so the coach was in Rob, a Rob mile away from the box. From the box, and man, and went nuts. And went nuts. And this guy standing half a meter. And I tell you what, that camera <laughs> angle did did uh, Ashley Klein no favors. Listen, he's the only one that went up. Was Robertson? <sighs> I gotta take a deep breath here because I, you know, I have been saying this, Johnny. How long have you and I been doing podcasts and talking rugby league and we played and everything? I've been saying it ad nauseum that the referees are fucking cheats. And they could do it subtly, and nobody would even and that you can't question. They never take it to task. They're not accountable. Nothing, right? If you want a blatant argument for <coughs> favouring a side, you want a blatant argument for cheating. You want a blatant argument for going in there with a preconceived concept. I'm telling you, but that's TAB for the first twenty minutes of that game. My brother sent me a text message. He goes, "Is this guy fucking for real?" Every set of six in the first 20 minutes for Melbourne was either a six to go to get him out of their half or a penalty to get him out of their half, right? Their line speed for that first 20 minutes, mate, we wouldn't even play the ball and they were there. Would you say unbelievable? Uh, unbelievable is an <laughs> understatement. Mate, Literally. So we were always offside or doing something wrong, but they will, their line speed... So for the first 20 minutes, it was penalty six to go, penalty six to go, try to them. Then all of a sudden... We'd somehow fought our way back to their try line. <coughs> that knock-on, right? Not only did he miss the knock-on, two plays later he finds a penalty to marks them either further downfield and puts them in a try-scoring situation. We've gone from our ball five metres out from their try line to six points. 
Then he realised. Tedesco says to him, are you serious? He goes, I could only call it as I saw it. You fucking turd. You <laughs> fucking cheat. You cheating, conniving cheat. lowlife. It's a, he's a cheat. You lowlife. Because he's always had something in for the Roosters. And I'll fucking get to the next point. So he was standing there. He thought, he goes, I thought. And Corey Parker tore shreds off him to, to Corey Parker. The ball credit. bounced. The ball bounced. He goes, it's unacceptable. He goes, we can understand a certain amount of human error. He goes, no one was closer than Ashley Klein. No one was closer. And you look at every camera footage, he's actually staring at the ball. How did you think <laughs> when bounced. the ball bobbled and bounced, how did you think he got his hand under it? But that was how? the thing. There were, there were two... Two moments there that we just thought, how did you miss both those? The first one was... It bounced? Uh, it, well, it, he obviously touched his hands and then touched the ground. Touched the ground and bounced up and back into the, his hands. Then the ball moved forward and he had to regather. Yes. Now, the motion of that, the ball... How did he not see that that touched his hands when he was on the ground as well? So that was a double knock-on. That was two knock-ons. He touched the ball in the air. It hit the ground. And then he tried to regather and knock the ball yeah. forward. You know, I know it all happened very quickly, but everyone else distinctly saw two moments where he just knocked the ball on it, and he didn't catch any of them. And we're talking about in a game where the moment someone touches the ball and it goes backwards, but it hits the ground, it's, knock a, it's a knock on. Yeah. Always the benefit of the doubt goes against the player with the ball. Here, he just gave him every benefit. He had of the every doubt. opportunity to call that a knock on and let them challenge if he got his hand under it. True? Absolutely. Yes. If Harry Grant got his head under it, he would have challenged them straight away. Oh, what do you think but Ashley Klein didn't even want to waste their challenge. He wanted to give it to them and let them keep their challenge. <laughs> Here's the thing. Ashley Klein, then under the post, Tedesco goes, are you serious? He goes, oh, I can only call it how I saw it. I thought he got his head under it. He goes, I was 30 metres away and I saw it. He goes, I apologise. That's all I can say. Why do you apologise? What is the... The theory behind an apology. Well, the, the thing he is, got at it wrong. that stage, they, saw he saw the video footage on the screen. Right. That was the reason. Right? Yeah. So he got it wrong. Yeah. And then everybody goes... The but he certainly saw it from uh, what happened on the screen. And everybody goes, oh, then <laughs> there was a square up. Correct? Yeah. What was the penalty count at the end? 8-4. To who? Melbourne. To, to Storm. Where the fuck was the square up? I, I think you got a bit of a square up. It would have been 8 no, nothing. Hang on a sec. No, I reckon it would have been 8-2. After, uh, after that, it was, it was, it was probably 8 nil, and then they got 4 in a row. Okay, here's the thing. Munster, inside the 10, six to go. Munster, not square at marker. Harry Grant, inside the 10. Harry Grant again. Four in a row. Why didn't somebody go to the Simbin? Why didn't he call somebody out after the third incident, right? That's three in a row now. They're in an attacking situation. You're doing it on purpose. Next one's going to the bin. No way, Ashley Klein. So, although people think it was a square up, Ashley Klein was always, always, always going to make sure Melbourne got over the line. And case in point, with two minutes to go, and we repelled them and repelled them, and we, we made sure they couldn't get a drop shot, a goal away, he found a six to go on halfway to keep the ball in their hand. I right? know. I thought that was rich. I know exactly what you're talking and about. And he's the you're, one. He's the one incident. I'm that thinking, got me. how did you give him that? At that point. I'll tell you how, and, and everybody goes, the square up came, right? There was an incident in the game where our lead runner came running through on their try line. Ran into Harry Grant. The ball passed in the opposite direction. One or two passes. Harry Grant got back up. Harry Grant got back up. They didn't go to that side where he was taken out. The ball comes back that way. Harry Grant then makes that tackle. And the guy simultaneously puts a grubber kick through as Harry Grant takes him. Then Momorowski gets taken out without the ball. If they went to the video referee to the to the point where Momorowski was taken out, somebody had to go to the Simbin or it was a penalty try. So what did they say? Harry Grant, take it out. 
but he got back up. He got back in the he line. He made the tackle. He made that fucking tackle. He stood up. The ball went the other way. He got back up. The ball came back his side. He made the tackle of the kicker. So how was he obstructed? We, we've seen this before, haven't we? Where you know they've tried to find another reason to stop a penalty or. Uh, you know, a challenge or a something Melbourne like that. A Melbourne player had to go to the sin bin in that if they continued to Bomarovsky because he was taken without the ball in a try-scoring situation. So it was an abomination, and what we're saying is... And how does he get penalised? Ashley Klein is actually allowed to be part of this weekend's absolutely. games being in the bunker. He's in the bunker. That's what a penalty. Absolutely. What a penalty, Ashley Klein. Let's rewind 12 uh, months. Arguably one of the worst refereeing performances we've seen in a long time, and he gets to participate. And you don't think he has an agenda in, against in the, the Roosters? Last last year, 12 months ago, Rooster South, first week of the finals, yeah? How many players did he put in the Simbin in that game? Seven. Seven. Twenty. Three of them, three of them were Simbin twice. You've committed your first indiscretion, you got to the bid. Second one, you're fucking off. You're not in the bid again. Tane Milne should have gone off. Thomas Merger should have gone off. Victor Radley should have gone off. But he knew if that was the fucking case, the Roosters would have won in that game. Like, okay. fuck am I going to let the and, Roosters win? And, and this win is what really point. frustrates me. Is it a penalty? What are the rules? Follow the rules. Instead, I'm going, well, this is a really important game. You if know, he gets we, the grand final. I don't know the rules. If he gets the grand final, what penalty did he get? Well, he didn't get a penalty. He's going to get the grand final. He's not going to get the grand final. He's got a job this week, Bass. The, what penalty has he mate, got? You know, you know what? That um, Adam G, he's been the best referee all year. Adam Ashley Klein will get the grand yeah, final. But, yeah, but do you agree that Adam G's been a, a, he's, he's, he's probably a good ref? I'll tell you why I like Adam G. He's fair and he knows how to talk to players. That's though. right. The players approach him and he speaks to them with respect and in return, they respect him for that. Ashley Klein and Jared Sutton wave people away. But they you, wave you people away. You don't get the impression that he's got an agenda. No. You don't get that impression. No. With others, you do. And that's a problem. But I swear, don't laugh. But the Roosters should do an in-depth fucking survey of the games that Ashley Klein has refereed us. Put forward the penalty counts. Put forward the six to goes. Put forward how many games we've won under him and lost. And send it to the NRL and say, please fucking explain. Please explain. When, uh, when this is not a coincidence. When Team Tuesday came out, what was the first thing I sent you? I asked you. Who the ref? Who's the ref? I That's said, the first question I asked. I said Ashley Klein. And, I said, free this and I said, fuck it. We've got no hope. First week. I actually had a laugh. Like, like, how, how could it be Ashley Klein? Especially after that report came out and said that you guys win like 30% with Ashley Klein. There's clearly something wrong there. And the NRL still says, you know what? We don't bow down or anything like this. We're going to put our front foot forward, our best foot forward, and just say, nah, you know, we don't believe in that. That's not what we're doing. He's going to referee but the how game. Good Instead of just saying, let's read the room and go, right, why don't we put somebody else in charge of that game instead of Ashley Klein, who everyone's talking about, who was actually written in the newspaper that he's got something against the Roosters and he's the worst. I mean, I think that is the worst percentage win Correct. compared Ever. to any other team under any other referee. But do, they, but do the NRL want... Um, I mean, unless, of course, it's like a fucking Tigers. Who what a coincidence, They eh? get no wins. What a coincidence. We can't win under Ashley Klein. Who do they give us? Ashley Klein. Do the, what a coincidence. Do the, do, the, do the NRL want... Melbourne versus the um the Panthers or Panthers Absolutely. versus the Roosters. 100%. Like what's better? No, they want Melbourne. They want Chris, I read at the beginning. You got a team from Victoria, you got a team from New South Wales, you got a team from Queensland, you got a team from New South uh, New, New Every New single Mate. homeland of rugby league that plays is represented. That's what they wanted. They got what they wanted. Well, New Zealand going to be watching their game at, at ten o'clock. How how's that well, how's that any good? Let's talk about that. Apart from the fact that that in itself is absolutely atrocious, thank you very much, New Zealand. You gave us everything. I don't understand. And you bent over backwards during COVID. How are we going to reward you? What, you want kids to watch the game? We don't think so. They're going to be going to bed before halftime if 
Half of these kids are even allowed to stay up and watch the game. And here, here it gets even worse. Daylight savings kick in at the end of the month. On that day, if New Zealand makes the grand final, that game's not going to start until 11 o'clock. That's correct. <laughs> that's correct. That game won't start until 11 o'clock. And that's why they're trying to change the grand final time as a twilight, just in case that happens. And we've been rallying for that for a very long time. For a grand final start at 3 o'clock even. Don't rally shit, bro. Valandis does not run the NRL. But why, if you want that game to grow in New Zealand and you want it to play in Brisbane, why haven't you moved the time? What are the broadcasters worried about? Channel 9 News? What are we worried about? They're we worried. can't start at 6. No. Start it at four. I don't understand. Mate, let what, me th- what, are they, what are they worried about? I Missing th- out on the broadcasters. They're not. They want it in prime time. Channel 7, Channel 10 will not run anything because they know that nobody's going to watch. Bas- Bas- That's what it's about. I understand that. No, no. And then at the same time, by being in prime time... You're right, Bess. They can charge every advertiser top dollar. It's like the Super Bowl. Now it's like the Super Bowl. If you used to pay 150000 for a 10-second ad, you're paying half a million now. Well, it, yeah, but that's how, what it's all about. Yeah, but how are we trying to grow the game then? We're not. It, it we're not. It, it Channel 9 gives $1 billion to the NRL. Channel 9 will tell Volandis, shut your fucking mouth, bend over, and we're going to fuck you dry, and you're going to like it. He's going to go, yes, I am. So we're taking it to Vegas. That's what it's about. So we're taking it to Vegas, <laughs> and we can't cater for New Zealand. And they're in our competition. Adult content. I, I understand what you're saying, but, mate, you've got to cater for them too. At some point, you've got to cater for the New Zealand squad. You can't just have it at 10 o'clock. Just, I'll just say, yeah, don't worry about it. They can they can watch it at 10 I o'clock. Tell, it needs to be prime time. I'll tell you why they're not going to cater for them. Because they're not going to let them win. They're not going to make the grand final. Now, regardless, Bass, it's an, they're not. it's an important audience for them. It's I an important we're, audience, We're talking man. about New Zealand where front page is up the wires. They are outdoing the All Blacks during a World, World Cup. Cup. They're getting more front page news. It's a movement. It's absolutely fantastic. And the NRL is not going to let them win. How is the NRL not, They're not gonna taking advantage of this? I don't understand. And for them, to even for this uh, prelim, for them not to bring this game forward is an abomination. And if they don't do something about the grand final, if they actually get into the grand final, then, mate, I tell you what, I, I think you the, rest you of, Z- the rest of the NRL fans have to kick up a stink. It's ridiculous. Do you want New Zealand to grow? New Zealand Warriors win the grand final. Oh, 100%. They win Did the grand you... final, hands down. They go from there to there, they win. And you go back to New Zealand, and no one and no one's talking about the old blacks. No one will ever be talking about the old blacks. It's over. And how good was it's the, over there. How good was the atmosphere at um, the stadium on the weekend, by the way? Absolutely electric. And the thing is, every game that's played in New, in New Zealand this year... Every one of them was chocked. Should we go back to what I said to you earlier? They've got them on board. Should should I go back to what I said to you earlier this year? They've got them on board. Play a fucking origin game in New Zealand and see what happens. 100%. They've got them on board. And see what happens. Absolutely. But that's been New Zealand all year. I cannot believe that the NRL hasn't said, you know what, this is a real opportunity for us and we have just fallen on our sword. We have fallen over just before the line. Honestly, it's egg on their face. It's marketing 101, and these guys are failing at every single step. They've got to give something back to them for what they did for us. They've got to give something back to them. And give back something to back to them. They did, give something, back they did give something back to them. What? They let them into the top four. <laughs> no, no, I understand. But they've got that and, whole nation. And they gave them a home semi, and they let them win that they've as got well. That, they've got that whole nation rocking, you know, and it's on their doorstep right now. There's a reason why they're going to cough it up. And they're going to cough it up. And when they're successful, people turn up. That's, yeah, but that's, that's what, how it is. That's for any team, know, Bass. But they were doing Bass, it from that's the start for any of the year, Bass. New Zealand were just starving for some live NRL, and they got it, and they loved it. 
and every single game has been absolutely packed out. And you know what? To the credit, same with the Canberra Raiders. To the credit, same with the you know Newcastle Knights. These smaller grounds where it's one team in a large area made it really works. But the thing is, the entire nation of New Zealand, mate, North, South Island are just in love with these guys at the moment. And the NRL is just completely bullshit. I mean, it's a Saturday up. night. So disappointing. It's a Saturday night. The oldies and everyone will be out watching it. But like you said, the kids, they'll be, they'll be asleep. Mate, what, what's, the the be asleep? what's the time difference? Two hours? Yeah, two hours start, now, starting three at hours by the time we hit the grand final. Well, that's why, again, that's probably why they won't take Origin there. They'll have to play it at six o'clock in New Zealand for us to get at eight o'clock here. It's, uh, it's, you're right. It's a big part of it. Yeah. And you're right about the prime time. It's got nothing to do about when they watch because the advertisers will pay premium to advertise against the rugby league because the audiences are really good at the moment. But you're right. It's about locking up that prime time. time. That's so what that it Channel is. 10 and Channel 7 and all those other you know stations, they just can't put a, you know, a good well, enough so program. These are the Brisbane Lions. I think the Brisbane Lions are playing too. So, so they want to get one up on the AFL there too. The advertising, Brisbane, dollar, the advertising dollar will be thrown at Channel 9 during that game. Can anyway. I talk about another disappointment? And you know what? It, um, I want to start this conversation, you know, what, what I say, I'm going to preface it by saying I'm a big fan of the NRLW in the sense that I think I want it to thrive. I want to see, you've got daughters. You understand how important it is for these guys to compete, to strive towards something, to, to want to be and have heroes and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely brilliant. I want it. But at the moment, let's face it, the NRLW as a competition, I'm not watching it. I'm not, I've tried to watch it. Well, you know how I, you, you preface this conversation by saying, I've got daughters? Yeah. They love rugby league. Yeah. Chris, you've seen them. Yeah. They've, they've never they've watched, watched an NRLW game. Okay. Now, not, so, interest. Now this is, not interested. That's because... That's yeah, because I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to do anything I know. And, and, I know and you're not. Rubbish it. But what I am trying to say is, again, as fans, the thing that I used to love about Grand Final Day was I loved watching Flegg. I loved watching President's Cup. I loved watching, well, it used to be called under-21s back then, and then reserve grade is what it used to be called. Yeah. Mate, this weekend, we've got flag, under-21s and reserve grade, New South Wales Cup, all playing at Combank. This should be, you know, the undercard to the grand final. The grand final coverage should start much earlier and it should include this. Instead, it starts at a certain point and it is nothing but the same repetitive shit by commentators. It's not worth watching. There's no interest in there. And it just goes on and on and on and hours while everyone's just waiting for the game to start. By the time it does start... The barbecue, the crowd's pissed as anything. I, I know that. I've been there. I've done that. You know, instead of having the festival that it used to be. Now, NRLW, why don't you be a precursor or undercard to the flag? But I tell you, the flag, the competition is amazing. President's Cup, amazing. The Roosters, Bulldogs, it's going to be a hell of a game. And then you've got the um, New South Wales Cup, which also is now the winner of the New South Wales Cup versus the winner of the Q Cup. Roosters, Bulldogs in what game? Uh, in uh, President's Cup under 21 let me, oh, under 21 let me ask you but they started at 10 o'clock and I'm telling you I want to watch all of those and if you look at the players on both of these teams in the reserve grade you know half of them yeah. right but they started at 10 didn't it back in the day you oh, yeah. up, start, started at 10 yeah. 10 o'clock yeah. then, the, then the 21s then we'll go into you know everyone come over the barbie and before you know it it was into and 3 o'clock kickoff. What was interesting about the coverage? You were watching people come in in mate, their different colours yeah, in, in the different I'm, even, I'm even happy with a 6 o'clock kickoff. The game's done by 8 o'clock. That's still acceptable. What's this 8 o'clock start, nah, man? man? we've got to start at 3 o'clock. Oh, no, it's a festival. It's a day festival. you got to make no, it like that. 6 o'clock start is good because you could do so much more in that day. Let me ask you a question. This is how much of a cheap imitation of the AFL we are when it comes to getting things right. Who's the AFL's grand final entertainment? Is Kiss. it Robbie Williams? Kiss. Kiss. Get out! 
I'm it's going. Kiss. <laughs> I am. Are you Teddy Balloon who, Army? Who's the NRL's grandfather? I, I don't know. I don't know. Tina it's, Turner. It's a tribute band to Tina Turner. You know how Tina Turner the musical is happening? Yeah. You know, because we're simply the best, then we're going to... This is how fuck the NRL is. Let me explain kiss? to you. The greatest advertising campaign for the NRL was Tina Turner singing a song about the best lover she's had. Simply the best. I call you, I need you, my heart's on fire. You come to me, come to me wild and wilder. That's what it's about. It's about the best bloke that shanked her in bed. And that's the NRL's favourite theme song. This shows you how fucking dumb we are. That's what the song's about. Those, but because those words are simply the best, simply the best at fucking her. That's what the song's about. <laughs> pretty pretty steamy. Chris has got half a chubby now after listening to that. So oh, let's not go down the avenue of Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot. Let's not go down cold chisel, there ain't no second prize. Let's do a song that's about a woman talking about the best zubber she's ever copped. <laughs> And I tell you, oh what, my hey, God, remember, the NRL. Harness and Collectors, Holy Grail. How Holy Grail. Oh, wow. How good was that? Wow. How about a win? How old are they, Kiss? Fuck. Oh, mate. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's Kiss, bro. Yeah, yeah but how old, how old are they? They're, they'd be in their uh, 70s. Hey, Chris, you're talking about arguably one of the greatest rock bands in music history. I used to have a Kiss t shirt. Who have we got? An imitation, a lookalike of Tina Turner from the stage. Mate, that's Robbie Williams last year. So we don't, we don't have anyone coming here. Do you remember those. Um, R&B Fridays, 74 years old, Gene Simmons. Have you heard of R&B Fridays, those concerts where all the R&B singers come in one one place? Nah, man, I'm not into r Anyway, well, that's that's happening in the next couple of weeks. Surely one of those artists can come in a week early and do something. Yeah, An American and look, singer. And look, and we, we digress. The thing is, what I wanted to start on was I want to see the undercut. I oh, want to see... 10 o'clock start, that's what grade. I want. Wake want... up in the morning ready to go. Well, what is it, Baz? <laughs> You've looked something up. Uh, something just got sent to me now. How do we stop what we're doing? Or do we oh, save geez. it to the end? Save it to the end. Save it to oh, the end. Okay. Save it to the end. Yeah, 10 o'clock start, eh? Johnny? It's got to yeah, start early. And look, yeah. and I'm with Bass. It doesn't even have to start that early, but bring, get the coverage going. Because at the moment... You know, I, I'm happy with KO, the coverage starting at 10. The, the, the KO at the moment, disappointingly, only shows one New South Wales Cup game every weekend. It doesn't show all of them. And I want to see them because I've, I've been trying to watch more of that competition. Did you guys see the Bears and uh, the Brisbane Tigers, the Billy Bears? Brisbane yes, Tigers? I watched that on Sunday. What a game. It was a great game. What a crack of a game. haven't won in 32 years. Corey Thompson, he, he's gone with the Brisbane Tigers. Riley Jacks was the captain. Riley Jacks. Mate, I tell you what, I'll, I'll name some of those players. So who's who's the lead-up to the grand final, the men's grand final, the women's grand final? The NRLW. Correct? So they're going to shove it down our throat. And, like, you know, sometimes the women have the nerve and the audacity to say, we want this and we want... I don't want to make it about no, that. No, no, we're not going to make it about that. But how much more do you want? How much more do you want? Nobody wants to watch it. So you can't force it down people's throat. And if you make any comment that's not in favour of, you're fucking shot down in flames. Like I said to you, my daughters love the rugby league. Love. I've seen them. You've seen them? Yeah. Both my daughters, though, most of the players from most of the teams in the NRL, right, have not watched the NRLW game. No interest. Zero. So Zero what, interest. So what's on Griff Arnold Day, the, the State Cup Championship, the winner of New South Wales Cup versus no, the Queensland that's, Cup? that's this Is that, weekend. That's it's all at the Combank. No, that's on Griff Arnold Day. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's this weekend at Combank. You did hear him? So they got uh, Flag, President's Cup, New no, South Wales. No, I think the New South Wales Grand Final is getting played this week. That's South. That's versus, this week. Yes, that's this week. Yeah. Yeah, but the winner out of out of, out of of the New South Wales Comp. No, 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 that's it. It's, it's this weekend. It's the Bunnies versus the Burley Bears. No, have you played your grand final yet? Did you win New South Wales Cup? 
Yeah. I don't know. You're playing it this weekend. You, you sure? guys play in it this weekend. Queensland play first. New South Wales go second. Are you sure? And then you guys play on the same day. Yes. So we, they are playing. Is it? They are playing. I'm on pretty grand sure they're day. playing on grand final day, because the Bears will be the Bears versus the Bunnies this week. You guys haven't played the Bears. The the Burley Bears, the Queensland Host Cup winners. Yes. Are playing the Bunnies? No. North Sydney Bears are playing South. Oh, is it North Sydney yes. Bears? Yes. The North Sydney Bears. Okay, maybe Bur- I got that one wrong. Yes. Then. The North Sydney Bears are playing South. Look, they okay. beat, they beat the Warriors. I've got no but Burley Bears did lose. I've got no issue with the WNRL Grand Final being on Grand Final Day. But that can start at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know. Get it going. Get it, I, I'm saying. Make it the precursor to... At the end of the day, do you start with the the least best and get to the best? Because let me tell you something. The under 20, whatever it is, and the flag and everything, that's all better than the women's game. The women's game should be first, and you get progressively better to first grade. Yeah, that's know, how fuck it should be. But like I said to you, they're going to cram it down your throat whether you like it or not. So is that North Sydney Bears? North, North, Sydney, Bears? North Sydney versus South, 3 o'clock Sunday. Oh, God, so we're not in the grand yeah. final. That's just, you're just took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, so that's first versus second. Okay, so that's that's this week. The prelim is this week, then? It's, yes. Okay. No, not the prelim, the grand finals this weekend. The winner I, of the New South Wales... No, no, Wales. I got it, I got it. Yes, I just got it. Yes. I got it. All right, should we go through the games now? Let's, let's, let's. We were going to mention Robbie Farah having another person sacked, but we'll do that next week because we're running out of time. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? What do you want to... Well, just the guy cannot keep his mouth shut, and he just... He's like the Tasmanian Tiger. You Mate, know, let me tell you something. He, he throws a grenade in the... He barked up the wrong tree there, bro. What's the common because denominator? Because the word, the word on the street he is... He just got Ferner sacked. Yeah, but Ferner is an absolute... Apparently, they yeah, really kept the blows and throw. somebody got in between them. Ferner is a lunatic. They reckon he was the most feared fucker in Canberra when it came to throwing them. He could throw them with the best of them. Robbie Farah needed to cop one of Ferners on his fucking chin. Let me tell you something. It's disappointing it didn't happen. Slowly but surely, Robbie Farah's going to run out of people to sack and he's going to be the one accountable. And he's going to go down in his own flames, fucking fueled by his own feces. That's what's going to happen. He's a lame duck. He's got nothing to offer. But I don't know what it is at the Tigers. And somebody's peddling some shit there and people are buying it, mate. But, you know, Benji Marshall went into bat for Ferner. But then you had um, the Tigers bosses, Pasco and Hadjipadjitellis. Thank you. Yeah, who, who, who went yeah, to who them? Went, yeah, but who, who went, went to, them? to them? Well, Robbie Farrah. Robbie Farrah. Yeah, I know. But so they made a decision to say, well, no, Benji Marshall. I know you want, you know, Ferner to stay, but we're going to have to do what Robbie Farrah says. So what does the Benji Marshall sack Robbie then? Well, can he? I don't know. Yeah, I he don't can. Understand. He's the coach. What does he provide? He's the coach. What is, Robbie, what is his role? Benji Marshall's provide? the coach. He, I'm he, not sure what he's He can call who he wants. He can he, he can have who he wants on his staff. Is he now officially the assistant coach now that Ferner's gone? I don't know, mate. I wouldn't have a clue. I'll I'll tell you what, I remember he did the same thing to Potter, man. That guy, I tell you, he throws a grenade <laughs> in the Jason room, Taylor. walks out. He's Jason Gordon Tallis. Jason Taylor. Gordon, he did Taylor as well. Taylor. Gordon Tallis throws a grenade in the room, walks out, and then once everyone's arms are up in the air and go, what have you done? He goes, well, it's not my fault. I, I can't be responsible for the way you feel. I mean, honestly, both of you, just leave the game. Anyway. All right, let's yeah. talk... Footy on Friday. The Storm beat the Roosters in Melbourne, 18 points to 13. We've already talked about a lot of this game. They led 10-6 at halftime and won three tries to two. Tons of controversy in this game. We already know that. We now know that the penalty count was 8-4. And, of course, the eight the Roosters were penalised eight times. And all the other stats were in favour of the Roosters. Roosters had the ascendancy in the general run of play. Yeah, but those, they still eight, lost. those eight penalties, they came when Melbourne ne- needed them the most. Okay, okay. So, that's what I'm trying to say. So for us, in every other way, the Roosters had the ascendancy, and the referee just it, gave them all these. And eight here's medals. the thing: give me a six to go when I'm stuck on my try line and I can't get out. You give me a six to go on first tackle on their try line. Thanks, bro. Thanks a lot. Yeah. 
So, um, and we now know that he's been sacked for this weekend's games, but he's been relegated to the bunker. That is just, that's astounding. I don't understand how that happened. Hey, you're telling me it's not a boys club? It's a fucking boys club. And guess what? Whether you like it or not, NRL fans, shut your mouths. It is what it is and you can't do anything about it. I can't say it enough. Stop fucking turning up. Stop spending your money. And when the NRL's crowds dip a little bit, they're going to ask questions. Why aren't fans going? They'll listen to the radio when people ring up the radio and say, I refuse to go because I'm sick of the bullshit they keep dishing out to us. And at some point, New Zealand rugby league is going to get in touch. Guess how many games of rugby league I went to last year, this this year? Zip. One. You went to one. Anzac Day. That's it. It's the only game worth watching. And it's not because it's the Roosters versus... You went to an Anzac Day game with us one year. It's just respect. It's just the respect. There's something about that day that they... It's it's brilliant. So that's the only game I went to. I don't give a fuck. I, I got to be honest. I'd, I'd go to more games if they were at the City Football Stadium. I refuse to go out, even if the grand final. I got tickets. Someone said, "Johnny, you want tickets to the grand final? Whoever's in it." I go, no, I can't watch a game there. I watch the screen there. What's the point of going to Acor Stadium if you go to watch the screen? Any other round of ground I've gone to, uh, Jubilee, fantastic. Yeah. Um, Combank, fantastic. SFS, amazing. You go to Acor Stadium, can't watch it. I'm, you know, yeah, so, you, yeah, you don't watch it. You just can't watch it. Yeah, well, you know what. The positives for you guys, Bass, was that you had some incredible plays that were out, and uh, and it was still uh, yeah. one on one on the bill. Let's read out those players: Billy Smith, no, not there. Daniel Tupu, Joey Manu, Jared Maria Hargraves, Satili Tupanua. You know, by contrast, the Storm were missing Pappenhausen. He's been gone all year. Xavier Coates, Young Tonomapayo, and a last year you said big out. He wasn't out. He was he just got dropped. He got dropped. No, I know. I'm just saying. That's not an out. Did he get dropped? He got dropped. He, he wasn't out. He got dropped for Olam. He got dropped for Olam. He wasn't out. Like, I, is thought he, I thought he was injured. No. no. Okay. Anyway, and um, Jerome Hughes. Mate, the only thing they had missing was Xavier Coates and Jerome Hughes. Like you said, Pappenhausen hasn't played for two years. Yeah. Uh, so and, anyway, who was be- and who was best on ground? Who? Meany. Oh, Meany. Meany yeah, was so, best on yeah. ground. He was outstanding. He caught every ball, though, bloke. And you know what? That's our mistake again. He's catching every ball. Why the fuck are you still kicking to him? Like, why are you... St- he has not kicking to the winger. He hasn't dropped a ball all night. Let's kick, why, it, why let's kick it to him again. Him? Let's kick it to him again. Like, roll one. Rather than put it in the air where he can take it, roll one into the goal. Mate, That's just... He was outstanding. Hasn't he, hasn't he transformed into a... Mate, and I tell you... He, and I really don't know where he's going to play, man. When Pappenhausen comes back, I don't know how they're going to fix that. Uh, what was it? Six? Uh, how many? Um, his conversions were fantastic as well. Actually, no. He, he missed, missed three. He mi- yeah, didn't he? Missed two. The he week before two was fantastic. But uh, anyway, Brandon Smith cannonballed his way for one of his signature dummy half tries. That Lindsay Collins try. <laughs> Mate, was that... How did I put that? It was like a midfield version of a winger running onto a cutout ball. Mate, he was in the open. He ran with speed. You could have put three people in front of him. They all would have been in the HIA bin after that. That was the most wonderful thing to watch. Mate, just the smile on his face. Two errors cost us that game. Two errors. I'll tell you which ones. Victor Radley. Nobody around him. He was more concerned with making sure his foot's on the try line to take the bomb so he can get a seven-tackle set. He dropped it. Rather than... There was nobody around. Take the ball. Take the hit up. It's all right. Don't worry about the seventh set. Safety first. Safety first. Safety first. Knocked it on. Gave him the ball back. So rather than us trying to get out, another defensive set. Another one. Uh, Siwa Wong. Wong. We just weathered the storm. First tackle. He picks it up. Runs down a skinny blind. And he tries... And he passed it to Jackson Paulo. Didn't hit him on the chest. Now Jackson Paulo... Like, stay back a little. Yeah, yeah, don't, right. you've, that's, yeah, why, right. that's why you haven't played all year, you fuck. You're welcome. That's why it's not ours. That's why he's going to Manly. 
He could but just play. before, but just with that, just, just those two errors were crucial and could have gone a long way to helping us weather the storm rather than be in our red zone with one minute to go. And I tell you what, 71st minute, Sam Walker kicks a beautiful field goal. And at that point, and also you look at the next eight minutes to come after that, I thought, mate, that's enough. We didn't see the ball for eight minutes. But I said the best prior but to that. But, you know, you were defending like absolute bastards, but you just got six again. They got a six again at the wrong time or the right time. And even the last one, even that last kick in the corner by Munster shows, like the kid, Chris goes to me, he's young. He's not young. He's 27. He made his debut at 27 that we got, right? Here's the thing. You're one and a half metres out from the try line, right? He's taller than you. He's been playing there all year. He's taller than you. Let him take the ball. Let him catch it. As soon as he hits the ground, knock him from here to Kingdom Cup. Ribs. If take you're going to go up if with one minute to go, if you're going to go up against a guy taller than you, punch it over the fucking sideline. You're better off giving him another set of six than fucking competing against a guy one, taller one than you. To one know, minute to I go. One minute to go. I know, I um, know. I don't think he'll ever do that again. Uh, he probably won't even have a chance to ever do that um, again. Just before you uh, you go on, I was telling Bass as well, Sandra Smith changed the game for them. Because I said to Bass, I said, mate, Cheese needs to need some time off. Like, who's still on the bench? And he said, Sandon Smith. I said, he needs to put him on. Funny enough, he put him on as soon as I said it. And what did he do? Yeah, but Chris, he made the break. Yeah, but Chris. Because, because it was tight defence. Uh, he th- left him on that. That's point. what he was waiting yeah, for. Yeah, but he needed to change him, I thought, five minutes earlier even. But he's the, he's the one that sparked your attack. Yeah. Two tries. Small guy around the ruck. Around the ruck. So, you know, there was a massive hole. Oregon, you know, Oregon's not a bad player, man. Cameron Munster stuck his arms in the air to the referee that many times. I smelt his bo here from fucking Sydney. Mate, he did that first tackle. His arms went up. Every first single tackle, his arms it's went like up. the Melbourne Storm, the kings of wrestle, the kings of slow to the play the ball down, have the audacity to stick their hands into the referee after every fucking tackle. I smelt his underarm deodorant the from BO. Sydney. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck me, mate. I know. It doesn't break the last time. It's pretty, it's pretty it. sad. Um, but you won all the other stats. Bass, I was pr- you know what? Yes, you're be, uh, I was proud. Effort. I was proud of the effort. One, we had no right to even be in the eight. Two, we beat South to get in. The, every game for the last seven games we've played was sudden death. And just when it counted the most, and I thought, we, we were going to down to, we had no hope. And I'm thinking to myself, like a referee going into a semi-final thinking, Melbourne are at home. They're pretty much almost full strength. The Roosters depleted. Like, do I need to give them a leg up? Just let them play, and I'll put the whistle away. Only do an Origin. It's the fi- It's the it's the finals. I think I referee it like Origin. I, think I thought he, he did. Though. That's what I thought yeah. he did. He tried, referee like Origin. How did he? Just letting things go. Let everything Five go. shots going. Not in, you name it. Not in the first twenty minutes. He did it. He set the platform. Ten nil. He got him to ten nil. Then all of a sudden, oh, sorry, I apologise. Mm. Ten nil. Let me square it up for you. One of the stats I noticed was the storm kicked 600 for 666 metres. It's the number of the beast. Is that a coincidence? I think not. Anyway, the Roosters go off, take whatever positives they can from this year. They welcome Dom Young and uh, his brother for the next four years. Apart from that, anyone else? Spencer Lina. Spencer Lina, of course. The storm now play the Panthers in the prelim. Can I tell you what, it? unless they... What? Do you want me to break it to him? Yeah, you can tell him. <laughs> Are you sitting down, Karis? There's a new suitor in town for Keon Kalamatangi. And the Book of Feuds is going to be written oh, another time. Angus Croydon has one year to run the Roosters has, uh, The Roosters have That's, answered the, so the, Roosters have entered the, co- the, um, so when, the phrase. When Angus Croydon goes off to rugby, <laughs> Keon will be taking his place. Look, we're going hard for him. 
We're going to give him about nine. I don't know what they're going to give him. We'll give do it, do you know whether he wants to stay? At, we'll give him six. And why, him. why would he stay at South? He's got five. He's got five. He's got five clubs going there after well, him. Hey, South can't give him nine hundred. You'll give surely. him. You'll give him. We'll give him six hundred and get him. We got to pay nine anyway. Can I just leave? We got to pay six before we move off this game. Can I leave you with one last thing? <laughs> Cometh the press conference. Our coach was asked about that uh, incident. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Look, everybody saw it was a knock on." But we should have been good enough to defend that and not let it be a try in the end. That's what our coach came back with. Enter Craig Belliak. Sorry, he was calm and held himself. He held himself. Elite uh, aplomb. But Craig Bellamy is like Ricky Stewart. Craig Bellamy (laughs) gets into the press conference, asks the same question. His first response was, I didn't really see the replay, right? <laughs> Here we go, same scene. Listen, listen. Ricky Stewart. And then this smirk started to form on his mouth. And, uh, I can't and, sell this. And, yeah, he goes, <laughs> and, 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 the, and the journalist that asked the question, he goes, with all due respect, everybody saw it. Yeah. He goes, no, I, th- I think he, oh, yes, I, he knocked yeah, it on. Yeah, fair, fair yeah, enough. He knocked yeah. it on. Yeah. So I just, I, 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 you know, it's semi-final. But he saw it from the box. Everybody saw it. Yeah, he saw it from the box, but Bastion Club was half a metre. <laughs> I love it when a ref he, says, I he saw it from the box, man. You're watching your team play. <laughs> what, what else are you doing? <laughs> How are you not seeing these things? That's what I'm saying. I don't get have it. You, oh, we haven't ha, seen the replay. Have you seen Bellamy blow up at everything in the box? Yeah. But he didn't see that. No, <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> that one he didn't well, see. Was, he's not going to blow up and say that was a knock on ref. right. And I, I tell you what, I'd love to see, just, you know, sitting side by side, the comparison between Robbo and Ricky. I mean, Ricky came out, and how dirty was he last last weekend with the the, the loss? Yeah, nobody expected us to win. Yeah, this is a Canberra. No, nobody this is a Canberra way. That's yeah. a Canberra victory. This is, yeah, this, is we, this is how we win. Nobody would know that we had ten internationals out and ten Origin players out. They had they had one. That nobody pa- would know that because we don't talk about. They had two internationals. One played one game. One's uh, retired. I know, but I mean, it's just the, the contrast. <laughs> That's it. Full stop. It's just embarrassing. That is an embarrassing contrast. That was because you guys lose and you had every reason to be upset. And he goes, "There's nothing we can do about it now." Listen, Craig Bellamy won the game. Yeah. Now, if, if, if what's it, Trent Robinson went into the press conference and goes, fucking ref, fuck, 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 fine, right? Bellamy won the game. This was Bellamy's opportunity to abuse the referee as a winner to get it. That you can't find somebody for winning. He could have just said that was abysmal referee. Well, they're his allies, Bass. They have been for the last But that's what I'm years. saying. He could have turned around and said, Craig Bell- uh, Bellamy could have said, that was the howler of yeah, all but which howlers. Coach, hey, none of our coaches do that when they win. None of them. But, th- but that's what I'm saying. None of them. It'd be nice to see a coach have the balls, have the balls to call it when he gets the call, and not just that. That actually gives it up the ref. You know what? When you lose a game and whinge about the refereeing, that's sour grapes. Win a game and whinge about the refereeing, you've actually called a spade a spade. I have respect for that. Someone needed to be in his ear. I'd love to know. Maybe you can look it up. I'd love to know how many coaches blown up of the ref if they got dudded this year. I'd love to know that. How many teams got dudded from a ref's call? I think quite a few, and everyone's sort of bitten their tongue because it's like going to the judiciary. You I know could the Tigers be 100% the in the right, and you'll still get four weeks. <laughs> no one's going to challenge anything. In the second semi-final on Saturday night, the Warriors played host and thumped the Knights 40 points to 10. 16-4 at halftime, and they rolled in seven tries to two. Amazing atmosphere. We already talked about this. Come on, Chris. Don't ever in it. Come on, Chris. 
What? You're happy You're happy to give it to fucking uh, Nico Hines. Where the fuck was Ponga? Yeah, he wasn't there. Where was superstar Ponga? No, he's not there. He, he doesn't play in big games. He doesn't turn up in big games. He was nullified. And he's got a better fucking side than uh, Nico Hines has. He was no, nullified. He's got a far nullified. better side than Look, Nico I just Hines. Think, I just think they got bashed in the forwards. And then the first minute, the winger drops the ball. He set the tone already, the winger. He dropped the ball in the first minute. They never recovered. It was Maju. Maju. I told you. They were on the back foot. Their forwards, uh, Daniel Sofetti was missing, but they got bashed. And we all know, once your full pack gets bashed, everyone goes, oh, your halves, your, your, your full They're pack, full, full they pack. go missing. It's, it's, it's all over. It was, I, I, I it was just smashed. Like, Fanua Blake and everyone just came smashing them. I don't That's know if it. it was smashed. Even Tohu Harris. There wasn't man. smashing. There wasn't big hits yeah, in the, the game. Yeah, but they just played through them. That's what I'm saying. They played through the, them. The, the New Zealand forwards... Gave the ascendancy via yardage. Tyson Frizzell played his fucking heart out. Yeah, he's the only and one. He, but he does Frizzell, it every week. He had, he had a shitload of go forward, the poor bastard. But nobody rolled up his sleeve and says, I'm going with you. He's, uh, never, he's never had a shit game, that bloke. He I takes the he, ball up 100 miles an hour. He was only, he only forward to run over 100 but metres for... Um, what about Tohu Harris turning back to time, man? Tohu Harris. I've always read it. turned back to let time. Me, let me read out some stats. Because uh, Charles <laughs> Nickel Klostad ran for 300 metres, 80 kick return metres, 103 post-contact metres, try assist, line, uh, line break assist. What is it? Scored a try, eight tackle breaks. His numbers were through the roof. And you compare that to the class fullback. And why isn't nobody... He does this every week. His numbers every week are fantastic, as are Dallin to attending Zelezniak's. Montoya's numbers. Mate, these guys absolutely blew them away, both in the forwards and the backs. The Newcastle back line had decent numbers. You could see that that's where they were trying to, you know, save the team. But they went through them in the forwards. There's no doubt about it. Tohu Harris, 228 run metres. Well, wow. are you joking? Nah, 228 run metres. I reckon Nicole, the whole four-pack went over, went over 100 Nicore metres. played 40 minutes and ran for 75 minutes. Who, who? Nicore. He's a bitch. He's a bitch. In what way? Sorry, like with, with, with all due respect, if you get carried off the field by two guys and you can't put your foot down, you're done. No, no, I asked you that today. He went on, he changed his socks, he came back out. <laughs> I asked you that today when he said that he stayed on. I said, but didn't he, he get carried off? He came back on, he got carried off. He was medicapped off and He was came fucking back carried on by two guys. He couldn't put his foot down. He's a soft bitch. <sighs> I watched the game. You know who I watched the game with? I sent you a photo. Who was I was with yep. on the weekend? He fucking unloaded on him. Did he? He goes, what a soft fucking bitch. <laughs> he just got carted off by two blokes. Montoya ran for 160 metres. I, uh, I get shot down by the bigger every time. He goes, oh, come on, Bass. They're fielding a kick and they're running back 20 metres before the defence gets the world. You got to do that though. Every winger fields the kick and has that. Some of them actually turn that into gold, and some of them crab across field like Alex Johnson, like other fucking wingers who crab across field. Where some guys go, fuck it, I'm putting it under my arm and I'm going 100 miles an hour straight ahead. They're the ones that get you on the front foot. There's a very big difference between flying back into the defense, landing on your stomach and getting up for a quick play of the ball. When tired forwards, uh, you know, your tired forwards are trying to get back on side. It's better if you get them back on side. Do you think? Sean Johnson was injured. I'm assuming he was. He didn't look injured to me. Hey. With a calf. And let me tell you why. Going to Penrith, if they won, would not have made a difference. If they lose, would have made a difference anyway. So they were playing in New Zealand regardless. So if, if they beat Penrith, what happens? They go straight to week three? Yeah. They have a week off? Yeah. Or they lose and they get the easy side of the draw. Because I don't have to face Penrith again. Oh, I don't know about that. That's, I mean, Chris, oh, I don't would, think it was would, injured. Would, wouldn't you try and win that first, you know, for, um, yeah, but for qualifying a ca- final? Yeah, but and for a calf, get the week off. You don't. You don't look like he didn't look like he had a calf injury, man. I tell you what, in calf one injuries week, are, one are week. tough to come back from as well, and we all know that. He didn't look like he had Anyone a calf. Anyone that's had a calf injury, he was moving. He was moving 
very slick on the weekend, man. He was. You know? Latrell took three months to get back. Well, that's because he was fat. <laughs> I'm, assume, I'm assuming. No, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, so you I, I, I tore my calf muscle skiing, and it took 12 months to heal, but it took ages for me to work out after getting an MRI that there was a partial tear in the Achilles. But hang on a sec as well. Maybe I did get that wrong. If they did win, would they get a home semi-final at prelim in New Zealand? Yes, they, yes, they would have. Okay. Yeah, I would have because Brisbane's playing at home. Yeah. The only reason why Penrith aren't playing at home, you can't have a grand final qualifier at fucking... Well, they're not all stuffed at, at They should have just given... 20,000 people park. Have, the, have a listen to the bench, by the, the way. Week, the week off, Chris, would have been valuable. So I don't think they would yeah. have played roulette with that, bro. I think they realised that he was out and then maybe they just went through the paces and they, you know... And he travels with them, bud. But he travels you know, with them. Preservation of bodies and just thought, let's not kill ourselves and let's just make sure that we're ready for the next two games. That's, no, that's, I, just, I just think that he was injured and he travelled with them. Why not leave him at home? Yeah, because you know, you're playing against the best defensive team in the comp and a, t- and, a, and a team that can put points on you. That's the security of finishing in the top four. And that they is the security they, of finishing They knew the they had a second four. bite at the cherry, and so I, why risk him? And I would have I just thought, you know, guys, if, if this is going to be a real shit fight, you know, we can't do it, then try not to hurt yourselves. You know, do what you can. Don't be embarrassed. And then uh, let's just make sure that we're ready for the next two games. I'll tell you what, because they're going into this week's game well, I've got looking a funny, really I've got a funny good. feeling about that game. They're looking really, really bloody good. i tell you what, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I'd have thought, oh, I don't know if they can do it. But if they play the way they did on the weekend against the Broncos, it's going to be a bloody fantastic Brisbane game. have to play the same way they played against Melbourne. They have to blow them off the park quick. If you let them hang around, they can get you at the back because they're an 80-minute football well, we'll side. We'll talk about the upcoming game in a minute. Can I just quickly touch on the bench? And I, I tell you what, Dylan Walker, I know he's been around for a long, long time. but um, He's, he's going good too. He's, as a utility, he's actually had a really good season this year. Jazz Devanga, Bailey Siren, who came in and scored a try, and Josh Curran. I'd be happy to have Josh Curran on my bench every day Even of the Jackson week. Ford. We let him go. Jackson Ford. Jackson Ford, who played on the weekend, and I think he's also named in the run-on side again. This team is the real deal. I think there's a real good chance for these guys, and I, we'll talk about them in a minute. And I think if I was a Wise fan, I'd be daring to believe right now it's the best opportunity they're going to have in a long, long time. And Bass said he saw Newcastle, we saw Newcastle start to, f- start to fall over the last couple of weeks, like in terms of... They limped the over the line against there. camera. Yeah, I know. That was... Yeah, the, I mean, the signs were there. That with was that. their grandfather. That, were, that <laughs> was the signs. They were going to win 11 in a row. They overachieved this year. And, and, you know, credit to them. And, and you know, off you go. Who have they got coming in? They've got a couple of players coming in. They lose Dom Young, of course. Goes to you. Lockie Fitzgibbons off to um, Super League, as is Lockie Miller. But they pick they, up... They get two English boys or something. They pick up a couple of English guys. A, f- a front row... Not a front row. A second row forward. A really mobile damaging one and they've got like some real speedster in the back line who's usually a full so they got no one no no they, they, they looks like a they got no one they're upgrading Caleb Pogger to three million a year they got no one okay <laughs> sorry with all due respect look at Reese Walsh he's making these superstars look fucking ordinary bro he's making these superstars look ordinary you know why he's playing with passion and a lot of belief yeah just can you put that back in front of your mouth by contrast you put it uh, in front of your mouth bro Gamble and Clune were just missing <laughs> On the weekend, what a disappointing pair. Well, what about Willie Mason having a go at him this week? Mate, he didn't miss him. What, what, what was wrong with what he said? He's absolutely on the money. You said it last week, Baz. What? Why does he have to that, say it in the first place? You know. Yeah, but he's... He, 
Chris, <laughs> you can't give you. Well, look at us. We're fucking laying into everybody. Yeah. He's allowed to give his opinion. But, but we actually yeah. agree. If but you weren't going to go ahead with Ty, it, Ty, Tyson Gamble gives a few on the on the floor. At too. least Willie Mason has the balls, unlike all these other cocksuckers on fucking uh, t- on the Channel media nine. that want to just be everybody's best friend. He called a spade a spade, and he's right. With the exception of Pogger, you take Pogger out of that that spine. It's the worst point. It's the worst point. He didn't. He didn't miss. And sorry, even with Pogga, as you saw on the weekend, he was shit too. And his numbers suggest exactly that. Mate, everybody, he ran, he ran for thirty meters. You all had fucking Tedesco Who, gone. Ponga. Ponga, thirty meters. Thirty meters. Thirty meters. At fullback. Mate, you guys earlier in the oh, year, you all had Tedesco fucking on the scrap heap. You all said he's she's done. He's washed up. It's yeah, in. He's finished. How did he finish his season? Like a rampage yeah. bull. Compare the age difference between him and Pogga. I, I completely agree. Pogga's a myth. Can I ask you though? The previous week, 26,000 fans at McDonald Jones Stadium probably got them across the line. Oh, absolutely. And then you got 30,000 fans in New Zealand. They got them across the got line. Across no, the line. Now they're gonna go but to it was a massive difference, though. It was now like they're going to go to the line. Now they're going to go to Brisbane in front of 52,000 people. And the Brisbane fans are going to get them across the yeah, line. I know. It's, you're going to wonder how that That's goes. The, MTG. Way, that was 30 <sighs> kick return metres. My apologies. But uh, compared to Marju, 113. I'm not a fan of home semis. Right? The home and away season is for home and away games. That's the home and away season. Finals should all be played at one ground. I don't give a fuck. One ground or over three. Or over three, though. You're a Queensland fans, you fucking travel. Yeah, okay. You want to see your team come and see the play? Over what, three grounds. That's, we what got. The, that's what the SFS is for. That's a purpose built stadium. It's, yes. 50,000 people. You're going to get 50,000 people. Right? Do it. Yeah. That, I agree. Or, or 70,000 at that reason. Reason. How many games? Or 30,000. How many games first week of the finals? Four. Four. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thanks for coming. Okay. One Friday, two Saturday, or two Sunday. Whatever you want. Look, Whatever. The, the Sharks and Roosters, you could have played at Combank. No, but that's what I'm saying. You got the, the SFS. You got the SFS can host all semis, grand finals at ACOR. It's our competition. It's a New South Wales competition. Everybody else bought in. All the other states, you want to play in our comp. It's our fucking comp. You bought in. That's what Melbourne do. Yeah. You want to be involved? This is where it gets played. There should be no home ground advantage, bro. This home ground advantage yeah. is bullshit because referees are influenced by... Boo! Like Come Brisbane. on, ref. Like, fuck off. Brisbane shouldn't be played there. Yeah, <laughs> I loved right. COVID. I told you and I'll tell you again. When they played some games in empty stadiums, the referee refereed the game. Not the crowd. He refereed the game. Yeah, absolutely. The Warriors, of course, now meet the Broncos at Suncorp in the prelims. The first prelim, the Panthers are playing host at the Lost in Space Stadium to the Melbourne Storm on Friday night. The Panthers sit at $1.19. The Storm at a cold $4.70. Round wow. one of the mind games already won by the Panthers with those odds, I'd say. The Panthers will read out the teams really Well, quickly. hang on a sec. Uh, Jerome Hughes apparently is uh, going to play and uh, Nathan Cleary went to the hospital with a busted finger from training yesterday. So Where did you put it? He uh, stuck it up Jerome Luai's ass. <laughs> Some, re- somebody should have done that a long time ago. Let, let, me, read, let me lead the uh, uh, the team list. The Panthers, Dylan Edwards, Taruva, uh, Isaac Targo returns, Stephen Crichton, Brian Toto. There's a thousand. There's a thousand meters in those five. In those five. Yeah, I, I know. It's that's, devastating. That's, 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 that's Absolutely it. Absolutely. There's your. There's your match. There's where it's won. Well, that's what the Warriors backs did on the weekend. Absolutely. As well. That's where it's then won. Then you got uh, the halves. Jerome Lawrie does return. Nathan Cleary, front row. Moses Lieta, James Fisher, Harris, Mitch Kenny is the the hooker. Second row, Scott Sorensen, Liam Munn. Scott Sorensen, how good has he been this year? Outstanding. And then, of course, Isaiah Yo, the captain, is the lock forward. The bench, Jack Cogger, Lindsay Smith, Spencer Lenu, and Luke Garner. The Storm, fullback Nick Meany on the wings. We've got Warbrick and Remus Smith Warbrick. How good is he? He's the, a beast. The, uh, he won it with the uh, All Blacks. 
Absolute beast. Um, then in the uh, centres, we've got Marion Seve, Justin Olam, pretty much the same person. Rima Smith is the other wing. Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes returns. Tui Kama Chameleon and Christian Welsh in the front row. Harry Grant, the hooker. Then we have Trent Lario and Elise Katoa. Josh King is... Weakest piss back three. Yeah, isn't it? Weakest piss They've back three. They've had the worst four-pack all year. And pa- then... Bad. No, no, their pack of four isn't bad. But he's an idiot. Sorry, with the, all due respect to Craig Bellamy. Like, you, this is this is a do-or-die semi, right? Why isn't... Uh, Nelson. Th- Nelson starting. Yeah, Throw him started. in the back row. Throw him at lock. He should be starting. Throw him at lock. He should be starting. Well, the, the bench is Tyron Wishart, Tom Eisenhuth, Nelson, and he returns. Nelson, Nelson is safe Solomon. Tarek Sims. I think that Melbourne are going to need to be twice as good as they were twice on the weekend to make it a close game. Twice, you reckon three times? <laughs> they got to be. They've got to play a near perfect game to beat Penrith. Okay, Simple so Penrith arrested, and their team just looks amazing yeah. on paper. But we all know what the ref can do. <laughs> Was he about to say? Would no, we all know what the ref can do. We, we we just know. I think they've chosen the two best possible refs this weekend in Grant Atkins and, and Jared Sutton's not doing that one here. No. Or, or Grant Atkins. It's Grant Atkins. And, uh, uh, I haven't written that down. Uh, uh, Jared Sutton. <laughs> Jared Sutton will, will be in the box. No, Jared Sutton's not refereeing this week. It's Grant Atkins and what's his name? Adam G. Adam G. This weekend. Fair Jared right. Sutton's finally on the nose. Finally. finally. I'm no, going Penrith though. Yeah. You think? By <laughs> <laughs> oh, plenty. Um, I I think put, just put him, out of, put him out of their misery. I now. think the only reason why the odds aren't closer is because it's a finals I'm, I'm game. Just, I'm just going to leave you with one thought on the... My sister was over watching the game on the weekend and when Craig Bellamy got into his press conference, she goes, can this idiot speak? He's, he, he's, he can't string a sentence together. He's dumb as dog shit. How this guy inspires men is beyond me. Oh, you better run hard, bro. Like, he's dumb. Like, I mean, I, I, I think you are a first grade referee and you speak like a fucking bogan. Like an yeah. absolute bogan. I don't know how he's gotten the best out of his players considering... He's probably good at yelling. He's probably just good at yelling. He's fucking terrible. As a spokesman for the club, he is terrible. Even when they awarded him, I think it was 20 years as coach, they gave him an award. Mate, thank you. That was it. Thank you. Don't speak. Okay, good. That's all he said. Anyway. The Melbourne Storm need to be twice as good as they were against the Roosters, I think, on the weekend. And I think that's putting it mildly. I think they need to be triple three, four, five times as good as they were against the Roosters to even come close to challenging Penrith. So I think their back's up against the wall. I think Bellamy should go out with his biggest, most powerful team to start the game. Yep. I think he needs to be able to hold Penrith. The closer they are, Melbourne, for as long as they can be to Penrith, the better they, the better their chances are. If he goes out like he did against us and maybe doesn't start with Harry Grant thinking, wait till we get some tired forwards and get him on and he leaves Nelson to surface. So he can't afford to do that. He really needs to play his best. Mate, I'd be even thinking about rejigging that entire back three in the pack. Mate, Tariq Sims and uh, what's his name? Nelson to surface. Nelson Solomon. They're big game players. They got a lot of experience. I'd be started with those two. And then bring on Liero and King or whatever he wants to later. Oh, mate, I've been impressed with Josh King over the last few weeks. I think he's been going out um, big hits, trying to hurt people, certainly injecting himself in the game. Tyron Wishart I thought was good last week. A couple of nice breaks. Certainly held his own. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't his fault that the team... He had a really good five minutes. Where do you see this one going, Chris? I think Penrith will beat him. Beat him well. Fuck, you paused for a while. Did you have to think about it, did you? 
No, do, I just, do you give Melbourne any chance? I You're just, still thinking about it. They just get everything their way through the referees. It's not everything. a Penrith. They're not going to get it up here. They get it at yeah, home, I know, yeah. But, yeah, I think Penrith will win and win comfortably. You've got to keep in mind, this is Penrith's attempt to going to four straight grand finals. I, I keep think, that in mind. I think they're going for a three-peat, yeah, but this will be their fourth straight. Yeah. What a fucking effort. I think they'll ambush them quick. What an amazing effort. And they go in with a ton of belief. That That's almost a, a lot yeah. to be said about. They're going to have the best team. That confidence. See, we did 2000, 2002, 3, 4, but... This is four in a row from them. That's that's outstanding. What, what was Jerome Luai's injury? His shoulder? His shoulder. Yeah. Popped his shoulder. Yeah, let's just hope he's not ready. I'd love to see him get a bit of an injury. That's not nice of me, is it? That's beautiful of you. Isn't Why it? isn't it nice? Because, mate, he hasn't endeared himself to anybody. No, he hasn't. But um, I think it's going to be a bash fest, and I think that's my biggest hope, is that these two teams beat the absolute Why do you keepers care? out of him. Because I want to see Panthers go in because they're going to win. I want to see him going in like wounded ducks. Did I mention that if the uh, if the Panthers win this comp, the TAB will be paying out fifty million dollars? Conspiracy there anyway? No, but I mean, I think, I think that's what do you mean? Why everyone just dumped their money on them? Everybody's gonna want to have a every Penrith fan is gonna want to have a piece of a few dollars on a, a three peat, right? Yeah, absolutely, fifty million. The uh, TAB stands to lose. Do you reckon the uh, NRL and the referees might come to the party to help their cousin TAB oh, out? I'd be surprised if Ashley Klein's got some. I'll of Tell that. you what. And there's a conspiracy theory. That's if they lose against all odds, interestingly. Absolutely. Yeah, chosen my words very carefully yeah. there. So the three of us certainly going to be going for... The Penny Panthers. The Panthers. Yeah, they're going to do it. They're going to do it comfortably. Look, As I, I said, I'm just hoping for a bash fest. I just want Penrith to win this grand final, make it three in a row, just to take any pride away from Parramatta fans. Because they, you know, they... Are you listening, George? That's that's not important Because every me. time you speak to a Parramatta, you go, we want three in a row. It's like, more Jesus, Jesus was here 2,000 years ago more as well. important and what? for these guys to get egg on their face. The Brisbane Broncos will host the Warriors at Suncorp Stadium on Saturday night at 7.50pm, or if you live in New Zealand, and that's 10 p.m. The Broncos are at $1.26 and the Warriors are out to $3.90. I think those odds are a bit askew as far as I'm concerned. I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. The Broncos team, Reese Walsh, fullback. Wingers are Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Cobbo. In the centres, Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farnworth. Halves, Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds. The front row is Tom Flegler and Payne Haas. Billy Walters is the hooker. Kurt Capel and Jordan Rickey, the second row, and Patrick Carrigan is the lock. The bench, Tyson Smoothie, Brendan Piakura, Kobe Hetherington, and Keenan Palacia. The Warriors are unchanged from their big win over the Knights on the weekend. Fullback, Charles Nickel-Klostad. The wingers are Dallin Wateni-Zelezniak and Marcelo Montoya. Anyone know Marcelo Montoya? Montoya, you'll kill my father, prepare to die. No? Princess Bride, anyone? Anyone? No. And in the centres, we've got Rocco Berry, Adam Pompey. The halves, Tamari Martin, Sean Johnson, front row, Adam Fanua Blake and Mitch Barnett. Wade Egan is the hooker, so he's uh, managed to bounce back from his injury. There was some speculation there. I wonder if he's fully fit. The second row is Jackson Ford, Maratha Nakore, and Tohu Harris is the lock. The bench, Dylan Walker, Jazz Tavaga. Bailey Serenin and Josh Curran. I, I really love that lineup. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think the Broncos are really strong as well. I think it's going to be a cracker of a game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than the odds suggest. You know how we were talking about Bellamy putting on his best side to start the game? 
I think uh, what the Warriors coach has got to do the same thing. So get Nia Cora off because he's a soft as fucking custard, right? <laughs> the guy's a bitch. <laughs> Are we talking about that one incident or has he got history? No, that one incident where okay. he got carted off the field by three blokes because his ankles is fucked. I, I, thought, I thought that's it. He's... Achilles plus a broken ankle plus a compound fracture must be he got carried off the field he changed his socks and came back on so probably wiggled his toes a bit or something but it's got the blood moving again some blokes are just fucking soft where do we see this one who's winning it seems to me that the the danger boy of course Reese Walsh Reese Walsh and I just think that uh, you know you look at the back line of the Warriors I think it's, it's less likely he's going to be running around the, that back line like he does with every other team uh, and if they get his number, and I think if the coach trains them accordingly, I think they, they could nullify their strike weapon. So something tells me... And that, that's where I'd be going if I was the coach. Something in my keeps telling me the Warriors. I don't that, know why. That's that's your sentimental... No, uh, I just don't know why. There's a sixth sense. You know he's got a football sixth sense. Yeah. He was born with it. It's yeah. in his family. Who's now. the key yeah. for the Broncos? Reynolds and Ross. And that should be the key for the Warriors. Half and fullback. Take out Reynolds. You go a long way to win either game. Yeah, they, they, yeah, it's the same thing. And they, I'll tell you what, they've both got outstanding halves, both got outstanding fullbacks. Outstanding pack too. Charles Nicholcox, outstanding. Mate, I, I, he's been fantastic all year. He's so Mate, what did Canberra do with him now, wouldn't they? He just wasn't rating at Canberra. they got Rapida. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, I'm just going to go Brisbane and Brisbane just. I don't think they can ambush um, them like they did to Melbourne. What's that, 50, it's going to be a great game. How many thousands do they take at uh, Sunday? No, I'm, 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 I'm talking sorry. about Brisbane. I don't think I don't think they can ambush the Warriors like they did to Melbourne. So it's going to be close. I think there's a lot of a lot of kids actually up in Brisbane as well. They're not going to be actually, without their fans. I actually hope it goes into like a golden point like the Roosters next. No, I don't. You know, I want, drop I want goal who, or something. Whoever you know, goes through is going to need to be fit and ready to take on the Panthers the following week. I think this is going to be close. I, I think the Broncos have got the edge at this stage. They've had the week off, but I think it's going to be really close, and I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I'm going for the Warriors, but I believe the Broncos should take it out. Yeah. Look, I'd love for the Warriors to win. I really would. They're going to let a lot of things go their way. Unfortunately, Ashley Klein isn't there, um, so nothing will go their way. So they need to nullify the forward pack of the, of the Brisbane Broncos. Everything based around their go forward. They buy Adam Riddles a lot of room, which in turn translates to him finding uh, uh, Reese Walsh out the back. So that's the key. If the Warriors could nullify the Broncos forward and stay close, the closer they stay for an extended period, the better off they can be. Do you think they're closely matched? Because I, I think that there's a lot of firepower in both forward packs. That's not the forward packs I worry about. What are you worried about? The back five from uh, the Warriors aren't as strong as the back five from the Broncos. They're certainly deadly, but I think that they can certainly hold their own. I thought they did wonderfully on the weekend. And their stats, their numbers were brilliant on the weekend. All of them scored tries. Anyway, look, I, I think it's going to be a lot more closely matched, as, as I said, compared to what the odds are suggesting. I think it's going to be the Broncos. I'm going for the Warriors. I don't want any of those teams in the game with the Panthers v Storm to win. Yeah. I dislike them both. Well, it's not going to happen. So injuries is probably your best. In, uh, I'm going for injuries. I'm going to be that guy. Injuries is what I'm you're cheering for. I'm going to be that asshole. <laughs> All right, let's call it there. Another week of football, another week of controversy. Two cracker games coming up this weekend. I think the Melbourne are going to step up, but they're still going to get their asses handed to them. And um, anything for you, best before we go, leading into the prelims? It's good to see we're like almost done for the year and again. The talking point, once again, is refereeing how It's been that way it's, all it's year. It's the common denominator. And not just it? us. Yeah. It's been a talking point 
with Every, all everywhere. commentary programs everywhere. and you the know, radio. You know, great games of footy on the weekend. And if you noticed, all the sudden death games throughout the finals campaign have been belted Belters. games. Belters. Have they not? Yeah. You think that the referees would have stayed out of the fucking way. Anyway, that's Chris? my beef. No, just two more weeks of rugby league and it's over. And um, a bit sad about that, but... Then we've got to start watching cricket. Um, no, um, there should be two cracker games this week. May the best teams win. And may the best teams win. I'm Johnny K. Roos. Thanks very much for listening. And uh, good luck if you still have some skin in the game. And um, I just would love to see the Panthers lose. See ya. Back,